I led Young Life for two and a half years, roughly. Um, and just during that time, I got to, so when I was in high school, I, I kind of got to see leaders pour into students. And I got to see leaders um, just spend their time with students. Um, and it was awesome. I had a, you know, a friend who I could ask, you know, deeper questions to. You were listening to Our Community Podcast, a podcast for Finneytown, Wyoming, and beyond. Our goal for this podcast is that we would share stories and insights that build connections, connections with those at Northminster and within our community. Today, we are joined by Solomon Fair. Solomon is the Director of Student Ministries here at Northminster Church. He has been at Northminster for a little bit over a year now. He's in charge of middle school and high school and now young adult ministries here at Northminster. So I'm excited for everyone to hear his story um, and just to, to learn a little more about him and his wife, Lydia, and how they got here to Northminster. Enjoy. Welcome to Our Community Podcast. My name is Mike Steele, and I'm joined today by Solomon Ferris. He is a husband to Lydia. He has a degree in criminal justice from Northern Kentucky University. North up. He's a soccer coach and a big soccer fan. He's done mm-hmm. some traveling worldwide to see some soccer games. And he is our director of student ministries here at Northminster. Welcome, Solomon. Thank you, Mike. Happy to be here. Excited to talk with you. So I know a little bit about you, but the goal of mm. today is I want everyone here at Northminster to get to know Solomon, you know. But there's one question we have to start with. Oof. What's your full name? My full name is Robert Solomon Ferris. I am I go by Solomon or Saul. Um, but I am the fourth Robert in my family, so it's a family name. That's cool. That's cool. But people might have seen your name written different ways. I just wanted to get the why we had you on the podcast. I just wanted to get your the record straight there. So, well, something I know about you, Robert Solomon Ferris, mm-hmm. aka Solomon, is that uh, you moved around a lot as a kid. I did more than most people. Tell me about that. Yeah. So when I was in the eighth grade, going into my Freshman year of high school, um, my family decided to become full-time domestic missionaries with an organization called Life Teen Missions. Um, We kind of traveled around um, the country uh, putting together bases for mostly youth ministry uh, while also going to summer camps in the summer. My dad was directing those camps during that time. Um, So we traveled all over to places like Arizona, Georgia, Tennessee, um, Ohio, and eventually kind of settled in northern Kentucky in the greater Cincinnati region. Where was your favorite place to live mm-hmm. Good question. That? Yeah, I think North Carolina has always been close to my heart. I lived there for 14 years, um, so it's always kind of a place where I call home. I have a lot of family there still. Um, but once I moved to, to northern Kentucky, um, it really uh, – I met my wife there, obviously, in high school, and, and then – it kind of became my home and is my home now. So what high school did you go to? Went to Highlands High School in Fort Thomas, Kentucky. Go Bluebirds. So I've heard go Norse, go Bluebirds. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Tell me about the Bluebirds. Uh, what, what were you involved with in high school? What'd you, yeah, yeah what'd great you question. So I did, I did soccer all kind of four years of high school. I went to Highlands for two years, my junior and senior year of high school. Um, played a lot of soccer. Um, and then I was involved in an organization called Young Life. Um, which was a Christian youth ministry organization. Um, went to a lot of camps with them um, and just kind of weekly youth ministry stuff. Tell me more about Young Life. How did you get involved in the first place with Young Life? So 
my first kind of involvement was I had tried out for the soccer team and made the team. And one of my friends came to my door on a Wednesday and knocked on the door and said, get in, we're going to Young Life. And I had never heard of Young Life before that moment. Um, but I went and they were having a, a summer hangout and we're playing some kickball and it was a great opportunity for me to, to meet students and also meet the their kind of college-aged leaders and get me plugged into the community. So I was that was really awesome. And was, I, could, I just kind of stuck with it from yeah. there. Was that pretty soon after you moved to the area? Yeah, it was before we even started school. Oh, so wow. we moved to the area in like June. And I probably went to Young Life in maybe early August, late July. So it was very soon. And this and it was really the first time um, after I, I, I went to three high schools in four years. And it was the first time I had been plugged into a community prior to even going to a class. So that felt really awesome. How did that change your outlook on faith and sure. where you were heading and that sort of thing. Yeah. So, um, for me, faith was always just, um, I was pretty spiritual. Like I, I had, I felt like a lot of faith, at least in high school and middle school and, um, went to church every Sunday. Um, and, and really I, I felt like I believed it and everything like that. But for the most part, it felt more so like an obligation, just like something that, I had to do because I was taught it my whole life, and if I didn't, I was scared of the outcome. Um, and then in young life, but also in you know my own church life with my parents and stuff like that, I I got to mature in my faith a lot and and start to understand more of the personal side to faith. And I think young life and and also other people, not just in young life, really helped me get to that point and start to. They were an example to me, at least, to, to start to move forward in that. Were, were there any, like, specific people who influenced you a lot during oh, that time? My biggest influence probably was my dad. Um, super faithful guy. Um, did a lot of speaking and stuff like that. Um, kind of ingrained in me this kind of mindset of um, continue to, you know, dive deeper into this stuff. Um and then it just changed from myself. It just kind of clicked um, to not just do it for because my family wants me to, but try to find this stuff out for myself. So that was probably the biggest influence. And then leaders in high school were huge influences on me. Um, so we had college-aged kids when I was in high school, college-aged people um, that spent their time going to my soccer games and spent their time going to you know football games and seeing us there and taking us out to eat and stuff and just having these deep conversations with me. And um, that changed the way that I viewed it all because it gave me the opportunity to have conversations when I didn't really think about it other than that. Yeah. So talk to me about your soccer life. Mm. So I know you played a lot of soccer. Did you play anything else? Soccer is life. Soccer is life. That's right. Um, I played a little bit of basketball um, early in high school, but soccer kind of took over. Soccer was in the fall, club soccer in the spring and summer, in the winter, a lot of sitting on the couch. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of soccer. Soccer meant a lot to me. Um, it still means a lot to me. Just because, not just because I love the sport and I love playing it, but a lot of, like, my relationships with my family is built on soccer. I mean, my brother plays co college soccer. My older brother and I went to Europe to watch soccer. Like, it's just been the the bond that's connected all of us. So it means a lot to me. 
So do you have a favorite team? I do. I'm a big fan of FC Cincinnati. Um, when they were in the USL, I was going to those games. That was like when I was in high school, which is crazy. Um, and then I support Arsenal, who is a English team in the Premier League in, in London, England. Did you did you travel to London to watch them? We did a few years ago. Or something My older like brother, Gabe, and I traveled to to London. We stayed a week in London. Went to Manchester. We actually we watched them in Burnley, which is kind of a little bit outside Manchester, but it was quite awesome um, to to experience English football culture. We call it football. Yeah. We'll, we'll debate about that one later, <laughs> what real That's football fair. is, but you know, we'll go with it. That's cool. Um, so let's, after high school, right? Mm-hmm. Well, in high school, you were a part of Young Life. Yep. You already mentioned you met Lydia, your now wife. I did. At Young Life. I did. In high school. Yeah, first Young Life event I met Lydia. First Young Life event. Yep. That's pretty cool. And then uh, you both decided to go to NKU. That's right. Um, yeah, I... For the longest time, when I was little, I wanted to be in the Norse. No, (laughs) not Norse. (laughs) Yeah, that always was in the back of my head. But I I wanted to be in the military or be a police officer. Mm. Um, It was just like my childhood dream. And going through high school, I was like, well, nothing's changed. Like, I don't, nothing else pulls me the way that that does. I think all of that, to get kind of deep with it, was this like need to to serve people and then this need to protect people which is you know like the law enforcement motto like serve and protect so i i I really like that um were you influenced was that like need want desire influenced by people in your life who were either military or i I didn't really have i mean i had like great grandparents who were in the military but nothing other than that police officers nobody in my family was a police officer Mm -hmm. i just latched onto it when i was a kid and just rode it out because I thought it would be cool. So you went to college thinking you would get a degree that would lead you into enforced law enforcement? Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, in college, it kind of went back and forth. Like, I definitely was more gravitated towards, like, federal law enforcement and stuff like that. But I still I still wanted to do that in college. Um, but also in college, I, I decided to lead Young Life. So I was yeah a ministry leader in independence kentucky at simon kenton high school um which is about 25 minutes from nku shout out to who you got to shout out their mascot shout out to the pioneers 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 by 90 there we go um yeah so that and that was i think you know college and then leading were were the two most influential pieces to kind of my walk in faith and in my also my walk in purpose because at that time i was I started to kind of contemplate like why I was doing things. So just like Greg talks about all the time with uh, the, when you guys did confirmation class, mm-hmm. you were able to make your faith your own mm-hmm. is what I hear you saying. Yeah, absolutely. And it just, I mean, for the longest time, it was just, I was just doing things because it was the next step of my life. I was the next step I was supposed to take. Supposed um, to go to college. Right. And supposed to get your degree. Right. Supposed to be a police officer because I always wanted to be. Um, And I just started asking like the question why in my whole life um, and kind of all over the place. And I think I surrounded myself with people that also were asking the same questions 
and also were there to listen to my, you know, the things that I was asking myself and kind of like lead me through that time. Um, and I guess through all that, I kind of came to the realization. This is also like when this really crazy, like controversial law enforcement stuff was happening and it's still yeah. happening, which I can't lie and say that didn't affect my decision. Yeah. Um, my motives were always to serve people. And if the whole or what felt like the whole population didn't feel like that, then I didn't want to be a part of it. Yeah. And then that kind of caused a big, you know, stir in my plans and my decisions and what I wanted to do. And, um, young life kind of being able to serve students and protect students spiritually, like was filling the need that I had wanted to do police work with, mm-hmm. you know, I was starting to realize that there was different ways to, to fill the like kind of needs that I was having to, to want to like obtain my purpose in life. Yeah. Um, so flash forward, you, you got your degree in criminal justice. I do. Yeah. I finished yeah. my degree in criminal finished justice. Your degree. Yeah. Um, let's go back a little bit. Tell me about your experience with being a young life leader and how that yeah. changed kind of that path. Yeah. It ch- yeah. So I led young life for two and a half years, roughly. Um, and just during that time, I got to, so when I was in high school, I, I kind of got to see leaders pour into students and I got to see leaders, um, just spend their time with students. Um, and it was awesome. I had a, you know, a friend who I could ask, you know, deeper questions to, um, someone who was always open to having those conversations when you're in high school, that's kind of hard to find. Um, and so I kind of mirrored what my leader did and I tried to, you know, go to football games and go to where the students were and built relationships with students and tried to be just someone that they could talk to. Mm -hmm. Um, That's really the biggest thing. Um, But there wasn't, it wasn't anything where I felt I had to do it to, to save the kids per se. It was really just, if anything, it was more for me Yeah, because I felt like I needed to do it to continue my pursuit of, not only purpose, but faith and stuff like that. So I just kind of kept going along with that, met a lot of really cool students, started having really awesome conversations. Um, and I was just, I really loved it. Um, I loved those conversations and I loved the time that I spent with students. And I loved that I had, you know, a small community of a little team of college age people like me that, we're having the same conversations with each other. Um, and that was super beneficial to me. So that's really neat. So you graduated, I think COVID hit. Yep. You got married. I did. Technically you, well, you didn't get married twice. <laughs> yeah, you don't you want had, to start that. Yeah, I don't want to say that. <laughs> but you had two weddings because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. So we had we got married in February February sixth, two thousand twenty one. Um, you better not mess the date <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And then COVID, it all blends <laughs> not, together. Not something like that. February sixth okay, is the date. There we go. Okay, there everybody. Go. Okay. It's I just want to make sure you don't get in trouble here. The, the years all blend together in COVID. But we got married like in the middle of the second peak of COVID, and. Basically, we had a wedding with like 30 people. And that was in February. You yeah, said. February yep. 6th. 30 or 40 people at our wedding in a tiny little church on the river. Um, and we celebrated kind of which was with my immediate family, 
um, or groomsmen and bridesmaids and and it was awesome I mean just absolutely beautiful um, loved the intimate kind of setting that it was in um, but then in the following summer um, we were able to like my grandparents weren't able to travel to see our us officially get married mm-hmm. so the following summer and then all my relatives like cousins and stuff so um, in June we had kind of a celebration of our marriage is what we called it um which is just was really fun too just just got the ability to to celebrate our marriage with our family which was really cool that's cool so you got married in february Mm -hmm. and uh you got hired at northminster that april that's right mike called me on my honeymoon oh did i yeah i don't think you ever told me that no i told you No, Mike called me on my honeymoon to say that I, to offer me the job. Oh, yeah, I do remember this now. You told me to call you. Yeah, so I yeah. told you I wasn't. Yeah, but that's call not as you. good as a story. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I called you on your honeymoon. That's right. Yep. I was actually on a boat in Lake Tahoe. Yep. I remember. <laughs> I could barely hear you. Yeah. And I had to ask a couple times. Did you say yes? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. So that was really cool. Yeah. So I started here in April 2021. Yeah. What have you experienced? Because you had some. You had some experience with Young Life, which is youth ministry. Yep. Um, now you're directing an entire youth ministry, student ministry, mm-hmm. with volunteer other volunteers, hopefully soon to have an assistant by your side. Yeah. Um, what's that experience been like for you? Um, it's been beautiful um, in the sense that it's been really hard and it's been really freeing and it's been really purposeful for myself and for my wife too and the people i think we're impacting um the first couple months are always hard when you're kind of getting to know people um getting to know students and getting to know people at the church and then you add covid where we didn't have students in the building we didn't have people in the building when you first got hired for a long time yeah that was difficult for sure. So a lot of kind of planning went into it. A lot of, you know, wondering if people would show up, wondering if we'd ever build relationships, um, stuff like that. Um, but right off the bat, we had a really, really good group of students that, that did come around and that we kind of started building out this little community um, at Northminster. So what have been some of your big highlights with, um, NSM Northminster student ministry since you've been here for the last oh, a little over a year now big highlights yeah so I think that's a good question I think that first kind of we do this thing called program on Sunday nights during the school year it's on Sundays from 7 to 8 30 p.m little good, plug good plug yeah. there you go um, and it was fun to try to just put our own spin on what I had experienced doing and what the team had experienced in their time doing youth ministry and create our own thing um, and see how students responded. And it was a highlight because it was just so fun putting it on. Um, so awkward at times and and hard, but just, you know, one of those good old days things that you'll look back on and, and think that was really, is, really neat. What does program look like? What, yeah, what's that's the a good purpose question. of program? So the purpose of program is, is kind of a high energy event for our students to come and um, break down their walls and, 
and try and be more of themselves and be in a community of people where they're all doing the same kind of thing. Um, we sing some songs, we play some games, um, and and then we we try to engage with students on some sort of spiritual or intellectual level, um, some sort of deeper kind of thought questions. Um, we kind of give them time to process that, and then we break off into our small groups and um, they're kind of gender split small groups that we discuss said questions and, and comments and kind of do life updates and mm-hmm. allow kids time to to talk about what they need to talk about. Yep. So, so building relationships, growing mm-hmm. deeper in their relationship or learning about a possible relationship with Jesus. Yeah. You know, those sort of things. Absolutely. That's cool. What are some of their highlights? Yeah. Uh, the biggest one that popped in my head was the banquet, which funny enough was we had on February 6th. 2022 so my year anniversary (laughs) you're giving me a bad rap here no man. i called you on your honeymoon no i chose the date you did that's true um but you know i said what better way to spend your one year anniversary than with a bunch of (laughs) bunch of high schoolers dancing around so our banquet which is our yearly thing which i'll give credit to lydia because that was her idea you know on on our one year anniversary i'll give credit but she, um, we kind of came up with the idea to just take a, a night where we all got kind of dressed up. Uh, we had dinner, we had these goofy awards and, and just kind of had like a, a church dance and a church banquet. And we got to just kind of celebrate each other and celebrate our community and celebrate students who, I don't know, might not have been celebrated. And that was a really awesome experience for us. I mean, I just had a blast doing that. Um, and putting that together, it felt really good. Was that influenced by uh, the Dundee Awards? Yes, I think that's a really good. The Dundee Awards are from the show The Office. That's true. Yeah, they're very much. Uh, it's basically a direct ripoff of the Dundees, <laughs> <laughs> but in a nice way. But in a really nice way. Yeah. Um, in yeah, an uplifting way. That's right. And then you you guys took a mission trip. Yep, we did. We went on a mission trip um, at the beginning of June. Uh, we went to Cleveland, Tennessee, and that was a blast. We had um, 17 students on that trip with us, which was just so much fun. A lot of outside help as well with Lydia and shout out Corey Fredericks and Luke um, and, you know, all of those people were, were super awesome in putting together um, a team that could go and, and, and serve the people of Cleveland, Tennessee, um, something that was just we wanted to do for sure throughout the whole year and I know the church has done that in the past as well so continuing that tradition and a lot of new um, students too that have never gone on a mission trip before so we got to experience what it was like to serve a community together um, have moments to build community in our own spaces and then bring that experience home and kind of challenge ourselves to continue that lifestyle that's awesome and one exciting thing, well, mm. one of many exciting things, but something new is happening upstairs once a month right now. Uh, you started a new ministry here at Northminster on top of NSM Northminster Student Ministries. Tell tell me about, tell us about that. That's correct. We, so our new ministry is Northminster Young Adults. Um, it's a young adult ministry geared towards um, adults ranged 18 to 26, um, somewhere in that sphere so post high school graduates students that are in college right out of college um, and just to provide a space for 
our students who have graduated from our high school ministry and also people going, um, people from our community in Finningtown, Wyoming and beyond that are going to college and looking for a space to gather and a space to learn and a space to grow um, and a space of community. So we meet monthly. We meet upstairs in the, um, the upper room and we've had two meetings thus far. Our next meeting is going to be August 7th at 12 p.m. Nice plug. Thank you. Um, and we have a lot of um, members here, too, that have, that'll come up and, and help with small groups and help with kind of facilitating that conversation and, and creating that community. Let's say someone is listening to this podcast right now and they're like, how do I learn more about NSM or NYA, Northminster Young Adults? Where would they go? Uh, I think the first place that you could go is to our webpage, um, which is northminsterchurch.org. Slash? Slash students. Slash students. And soon to be slash young Young adults, adults. but we'll get there soon. We're getting there. That'll be up pretty soon. Um, Yeah, and then always um, there's actually a connect with Solomon button, I think, on the student page. Um, You can send me an email, get my phone number, text me. Um, if you want to learn more or we could talk on the phone or anything. So I'm always available for that. And you guys are active on, uh, social. Yeah. We're on Instagram, um, at Northminster students. And, um, we also, you know, if you send us your number, we can put you, put us on our, put you on our text chain. Yep. Awesome. Lots of ways to get involved. Well, last question I have for you today, Solomon, what are you looking forward to right now? Mm, Great question. Um, couple of things, I think. I'm really excited for football season. Never been a football guy, but I've really changed my ways. I think a lot of that has to do Which with Joe, football? Joe Burrow. Oh, that football. I'm yeah, just yeah. Just making sure American you talk football. I'm excited for You're excited soccer, for too. Real football. Egg ball. Um, <laughs> there we go. But, yeah, so I'm excited for that. I'm excited to go to, you know, Finneytown and Wyoming games. Um, knowing some players now will be really fun to experience that. Also, um, Lydia and I have been living in – O'Brienville Hyde Park area and we are going to be moving soon to the Green Hills area which for us is really exciting um, so we can be even more part of this community Um, so that's going to be fun Um, if you're free and you want to help us move some couches come on over (laughs) we could use all the help yeah we sure can awesome yeah those are a lot of things I'm excited for lots of fun stuff coming up well thank you Solomon and uh We'll talk to you again soon. You were listening to Our Community Podcast, a podcast for Finneytown, Wyoming, and beyond. Our goal for this podcast is that we would share stories and insights that build connections, connections with those at Northminster and within our community. Today, we are joined by Solomon Fair. Solomon is the Director of Student Ministries here at Northminster Church. He has been at Northminster for a little bit over a year now. He's in charge of middle school and high school and now young adult ministries here at Northminster. So I'm excited for everyone to hear his story um, and just to, to learn a little more about him and his wife, Lydia, and how they got here to Northminster. Enjoy. Enjoy.